We will step into the light so you can stand in the darkness. We are Awesome. And this is Bay Watched, an homage to Buns, Babes, Hunks, and the Hop. All right, Bay Watched. Welcome back to Bay Watched. Uh, with me, we have Slazis, mm. Donahue, hey. and Dave. Yeet. I sounded so excited because that's how excited I am to talk about this. About the finale of season one. I like this. I like this show, but this this last episode really hmm. expanded our characters' abilities to mm. include to to include underwater demolitions experts. I I love it. Well, I don't. I I made, I made them dumber I, than they've ever been. I, I imagine like an announcer saying, "On the season finale, the lifeguards become geologists." I. I love du- the title. geologists. The title is just the end question mark. It's like the end. That's because they weren't. They hadn't been renewed yet, so they were just like, "Well, we'll just call this one the end question mark." Ugh. I'm glad to see that um, that the Hoff recovered from his uh, broken leg from the previous episode. So yeah, yeah, he's fine. So the summary for this should be very easy. It's All something right. along the effects of. Earthquake and disaster strikes. Every disaster strikes. Yep. All disasters. Okay, so the IMDb summary. A massive earthquake strikes Southern California, causing extensive damage to headquarters. Mitch and Gardner look for Craig and Cork, who are trapped inside an underwater cave where poisonous gas is emitting deadly fumes. Glad they had to go into that much detail. Eddie is stuck inside a lifeguard tower with a woman who's about to give birth. There we go. Nothing about Shawnee? A woman that was so close to giving birth, she was out burying herself in the sand on the beach. It's so comfortable. Okay. I often do that. So I, think, I, know I feel like I might be pretty we, close to having bir- giving birth, so I'm going to go bury myself in the sand on the beach by myself. Is it, normally we go from, you know, we go through plot lines, but I feel like this episode didn't really have... Plot lines I, as much as they had a few. They had a few. I mean, no, it had, it had segments. It had an A plot, which was that there's this earthquake, and then it's just how everybody is dealing with the same thing. Well, I was just going to say, it just felt like it had a lot of segments. It felt like there was, like, it made sure every character was in it, but some characters only had nothing to do. Yeah. Like, Right, yeah, the, the very, very short bits for, for everyone. And and certain people didn't show up at all. None. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, Jill's dead. Is, um... Trevor, is, Trevor hasn't been seen since around episode 15 or something. Yeah. Is Jill still in the um, pilot, or not the pilot, is she still in the um, beginning montage, whatever it's called? The well, since yeah, the, the credits, credits, since it since right, the credits yeah. take about two minutes, she I don't sit so through them. But probably not. It, even though they haven't been seen. Oh, okay. I went along with the song. You can't <laughs> take people out of the beginning credits because oh, Jill, Jill's still it's in that long. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it can't be that long and take people out of it. Would you just have a two-minute montage of Shawnee? <laughs> yes. They just had more montage scenes to the credits. Okay. I like that there was a montage in this, but I think that there was a major plot line, which is the guys underwater, and then a, a couple of minor ones, which is uh, Hobie and Gina. Okay, let's talk like, about Hobie and Gina, because it's the stupidest okay. thing I've ever seen. Yes. Okay. So Hobie's washing the dog for some damn reason. Because you're going to take a picture of the dog... Uh, Gina to give it as a birthday present for Katie. The, the, Katie's oh, the dog originally? It was Katie's dog originally. So they're just giving it back. She's able to have it back now and it's like, happy birthday, you're, we're giving it back. No, they're giving, no, no, they're just giving her a picture of the dog. That's oh, it. Keep, oh, I thought they oh, were we, taking the dog no, back. Just a picture. No, they were taking it to Gina for a photo shoot. So. Oh, okay, now I'm even more frustrated with how that turned out. Then. Oh, who's Katie? <laughs> She was a friend of Hobie's who couldn't keep her dog because the dog bit like the landlord, and they were going to put the dog to sleep. And remember, Katie spent the night at Hobie's house because she ran away. 
Maybe it was an episode that you weren't a part of, Dave. Probably. Okay. Or you just put it out of your mind because it was stupid. I thought it was a really bad throwaway line. I was like, oh, we're going to take a picture of the dog Gina, or the dog Rocky for yeah. Katie's birthday present. Um, it was very... I, I'm so bad with names. I was like, is the dog Katie? Is the dog Gina? Is the dog Rocky? Who <laughs> is this damn dog? But at least you hope yeah. he was. <laughs> yes. Hey, I gotta be honest, I wrote at the beginning, Shawnee and the kid break up, because I can't remember his name, and then later when they mentioned his name, I was like, yes, Eddie, and I read um, So, okay, I don't want to get into those, okay, so Gina has this structure in her apartment, and their loft fall on her. Yes. An art after, after... She's terrified of the earth, the first earthquake, because this is three big earthquakes back to back to back. Yes, and she says after the first earthquake, it was a foreshock. The next one's going to knock California into the ocean. And after she says that, she decides to go up on her roof and fix the glass. Duct tape, plate glass, skylights, yes. Up on her roof, on a ladder... To duct tape her house back together. Just so that I, the next one could happen, she falls through what she's fixing. I like that she fell through glass, probably 20, 10 to 20 feet, landed on her back, landed on her back, but really on her side, because that's where they placed her when she was on the ground. Yes. And then... And then she had the sword of Damocles hanging over her head. Oh my god. Okay, and those dangling pieces, also, don't move, don't move. Don't move. And Don't then, breathe. Vibrations. Is you know they have they, they did not do a great job at checking. Well, who knows? It's Baywatch or the prop design and stuff. Because when the one one shard of glass falls and she like moves her head out of the way, you could totally see her whole body move the structure that's supposedly crushing her. Right. And I was like, Which is just well, a piece it's not of that art. heavy. If you if by you shifting, if it moves that easily. You could probably get out from underneath it. My question is, if you've got giant shards of glass, foot-long shards of glass that are going to fall from the roof and and kill you, but your hands are free, do you not raise your arms above your throat and face so that if they fall, they will simply no. cut your arm? No, you don't. You no, just, no, you, you just say, pray. please don't move, please don't move. Thoughts, well, and, prayers, needs, thoughts and prayers to the glass. So she needs her hands. Shard 2 falls, then Hobie comes in with the dog, and just that well, presence being there alone starts making the next one start shaking. Well, no, the dog, the dog starts shaking. barking. I think the dog barks, but of course, <laughs> he, of course he brought Rocky. Rocky saved him from the falling cabinet. Hobie was, like, lying there unconscious, I guess. Slipped. He slipped and was, like, unconscious as 75 plates just fell. So many plates at the Buchanan house just falling. Why Why did the plates fall? If there was an earthquake, wouldn't they have all fallen out? Instead, it was like, plate, plate, plate. It was, plate. A, it was just plates. Plate. And so he's unconscious, and Rocky, like, saves him from the falling cabinet. So, of course, he brings Rocky. Rocky warned him of two earthquakes twice. I want to know how she fell through the skylight, shattered the glass, yet three pieces stayed but stayed just enough so that they could randomly fall under their own weight later. Cause drama, drama, earthquake, <laughs> earthquake. plot. Um, <laughs> and then, obviously, once again, that thing is so not heavy. I I don't think Gina tried because Hobie, who's supposed to be like twelve, lifted up all by himself to get her. No, out. Well, he he got that mom strength. That like a mom has for her baby when they can lift up cars. He got the same thing for that statue or whatever it was. He wasn't using his hands to lift it. <laughs> Leave it to Dave to make a young boy penis joke. <laughs> I was saying, you know, he he was saving the the damsel in distress. Look, he's fallen for older women plenty of times. Let's let's not put it past him. Yep. 
I'm still where... wondering if the Hoff is dating anyone. I, I don't know what happened. Well, he didn't break up with the teacher. Why isn't she here in the season finale? Exactly. He didn't break up with her last episode, and he went skydiving, or not skydiving, he went hang flying gliding. on the, hang gliding, wouldn't you call your girlfriend and be like, hey honey, we made it to camp, you know, just letting you know. Like, nope, that lady is long gone. Maybe he was traumatized. So, uh, I think that's pretty much it for, uh, those two characters. Gina, yeah. Uh, Gina and Obi, they just go to the, they just go to HQ. That's where they end up after he saves them. Because I did mention, I did mention them one more time where I said, I'm glad that these two civilians get to listen to all these important lifeguard calls and conversations. Yeah. Well, HQ, or as I like to call the ER and triage unit of <laughs> LA County, because that's what it evolves into, which isn't a surprise since all the lifeguards are also triage doctors and no. nurses and. Okay, you know. listen. It wouldn't be a surprise if, in reality, in a normal world type show where the lifeguard actually the lifeguard things, it wouldn't be that weird if they said, due to the earthquake, Hospitals are full. You know, the local lifeguard unit is taking very simple injuries because lifeguards, you know, no basic first aid. Sure. So they're doing basic type of like, oh, here, we could, you know, and they're doing simple things there. Or they have certain supplies, so them and maybe some paramedics go there as another place to do injuries. But no. Right. Who needs that? All They have... They have Listen, a whole staff of nurses slash lifeguards slash everything else. I'm gonna I'm gonna point out that maybe the writing for the show is more effective than we've realized. Because if this were the first episode, we'd be like, why the hell is everybody going to Baywatch HQ to get fixed? But twenty two episodes in, we would be surprised if they didn't go there. Like, why isn't everybody at Baywatch headquarters getting fixed up? When COVID was just announced, you know, a couple months back, I almost went to the local lifeguard and see if they had plans for, you know, releasing a vaccine or or some such. Because that's how much I trust our lifeguards. I also heard that in um, Minneapolis that they disbanded their police, but they actually are now just having their lifeguards do everything. Boom! Well, no, they're hiring L.A. lifeguards. Ah. Minneapolis doesn't. Minneapolis only has pool lifeguards. Yeah, they're, yeah. So they're just like sub. They're like the. Uh, they're like the like parking lot patrol people of lifeguards. Listen, listen. The L.A. beach lifeguards are like SEAL Team Six. Right, and to, like pool lifeguards um, only know like like one year of med school. Yeah, that's all yeah. they have underneath them. They exactly. Know, they only know basic chemistry. I was really impressed with how quickly HQ got itself back up and running. Because if you watch the montage of it collapsing, multiple beams fell and yep. fell abruptly. Pipes Lights first, fell. Steam pipes. Big, I don't know why well, they had steam pipes in HQ, but they had steam pipes. Glass fell out of the window, and when it was halfway through the air, exploded. Okay, well, what? Okay, Walls tore in half. Forget the lights. As soon as those ceiling beams, the eye beams started falling, my brain went, Slavis, what happens when the center eye beam of a building falls? How much of that building is still well, standing? It doesn't matter if it's HQ. Well, I more than everything down, it'll they, still stand. They were able to, because lifeguards are also, um, they, they, were, they use their construction skills to build it. Like, mm-hmm. Pool lifeguards are only like your daily neighborhood handyman skills. Yep. But the LA beach lifeguards, they know their shit and they just rebuilt it all. I yeah, I can't basically general contractors. Listen, I can't believe I remember this, but of course, uh, there was the episode with the robbers during the big storm that broke out all the windows. So this is something that HQ has seen before. This was way worse though. That was way worse. The stairwall completely tore in two, so the building is gone, is like torn in half. Multiple beams fell, all the lights fell, windows came out. There's one scene, I don't know if you caught it, the glass came out of the window and is flying across the room, and about halfway through the air, it just shatters. Just explodes. I I hope that season two, even though it aired like a year later, or two years later, whatever it was, two years later, I hope that season two opens with 
Mitch standing outside of Baywatch HQ with like a, a construction, like a construction belt, a, a tape measure. He's got a hammer and he's like, all right, guys, it's looking good. And then he goes, <laughs> and then for, for those younger listeners, that's a Tim the Toolman Taylor reference from yeah. um, I'm in prison. Um, let's talk about, uh, um, Eddie, who barely gets his truck rescued from the liquefaction, uh, as diagnosed by our former, you know, geologist lifeguard, um... Localized liquefaction that turns your truck sideways, and then piles dirt on top of it. Hell yeah, Shawnee knows what's up with liquefaction. Okay, at first, when you first see, when the first happens in Shawnee... It's just on the tower, and she's like, "That lady, oh, and turn the sand into quicksand." And I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "What?" By the, the way, fuck? what is Captain Thorne doing there? Uh, Other he's than out just he's to just perving, and then get hit in the head later when everything falls at HQ. Other than the fact that he loves his history, what is he doing there? Perving. He's talking about redwood. <laughs> talking about redwood. You're right, Slash. Redwood. Am I right? He's like, Shawnee's not engaged. I got a shot. I also am glad that Shawnee's not related to John McClain, because can you imagine how she would have dealt with Hans Gruber? He kept calling her McClain. He's like, McClain. 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 <laughs> I just like the rescue of the pregnant lady who just buried herself under sand in full clothes, too. Why, why did she bury herself? Doesn't she also bury cooling. herself? She's about yeah. to give birth. It also takes the pressure off, but didn't she also bury herself pretty close to the sea or to the to the shoreline? She could have easily drowned herself. And Maybe that was the goal. Dressed. So now there's sand everywhere. Yep. Everywhere. <laughs> the baby is sandy. <laughs> baby, babies. Maybe who knows? She might have. I'm to finding a picture because I want to talk about. I want to talk about that truck in the sand. Okay. <laughs> One, <laughs> I, I swear so. you could you could almost see tractor marks where they pushed the sand up over it. And two, why didn't he just climb out? It just tipped over. It no, was no, fine inside. Why do you have to have a pregnant woman come help him get out? He could have just. He was stunned. Listen, he was stunned. Can about, Look, can we, can we talk about the gale force winds? He his car went into a hole. The next thing we see, it's covered in in sand, like as if a. Uh, uh, Just uh, in that area, though. level five hurricane he, came no, through. The thing is, is Eddie was this close to going to the land of the lost. <laughs> That's what it felt like. It felt like the earthquake right. happened. His cars are going in, and it was about to close back up and let him just travel back in time to the land of and the why lost. Why did it liquefy just right there? The None of the lifeguard towers went in. Nothing else. Yep, no. he was he was on a fault line, man. That's how fault lines work. <laughs> he was just right there. Line. Yeah, I I was waiting for them when they went to the news crews. I was waiting for them, for them to announce how hard the earthquake was because I was like, the beams fell in HQ. A truck was buried. Like that's like that felt like like easy like a seven seven point five like a ridiculously huge earthquake. Was some of that footage, do you think, from, like, I don't know, the Northridge quake or whatever earthquake happened around that time? When That San Francisco quake when it started all the fires. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it was. I don't know where from, but, yes, clearly they didn't uh, they didn't mock up some earthquake-shattered well, I mean, buildings. This brings me to a different question, which is I'm really curious where this fault line runs. Because it did that much damage in the city. Yeah, it causes total chaos as well for Court and Craig, who are scuba diving, where they just start doing all sorts of flips and everything underwater. Which it just made me just curious, like, is the is the fall line in the, are we about to see a tsunami? Like, did it like huge earthquake in the ocean, or is this more inland? I was just sort of Both. confused where Both. everything was like basically from California to Japan, <laughs> the I'm, entire Pacific. I'm like, Eddie's car the Earth actually stopped rotating. that opened up, um, but yet I just couldn't keep track of where actually things were happening. 
By season you know, eight, that earthquake will have thrown the Earth off its rotational axis, and we'll be heading towards Mars in a crash course until the the lifeguards save us with their cans. I w- I wonder if we're going to find out over the span of eleven seasons that the majority of the Rocks movies are based on Baywatch episodes because he did the Baywatch movie, and then he did that movie San Andreas. Yeah, uh, I don't know if he did one where he's hunting. Criminals in a storm. Um, He did that one where he's like a security guard and the building is collapsing or something. Where his family's... He's got one leg. Yeah. So. Skyscraper, I think it's called. The truck that's completely bare, almost completely gone under sand. Localized, though. (laughs) Localized. It tipped over and then there's dirt piled up on it. And then I do but like how why didn't he get out? His rescue was so funny because the pregnant lady opens the door and he goes, "Oh, thank you." And then he seems a hundred percent normal and fine and practice and pretty much just gets out all by himself. Well, yeah. I did like the I did like that the tables were turned and it was a pregnant woman who had to save a lifeguard. But his being trapped the way he was, or not trapped, but the way he was situated in the truck reminded me of when he was uh, trapped in the armored car. He was just like at the back. Yeah. Because there was, she didn't have to do anything other than she opened the door and asked if he was all right, and then he was like, "Oh yeah, maybe you can open it out like a normal person." Maybe you can open it against the sand that was, you know, burying the truck. Yeah, she spent like ten minutes. She spent like ten minutes like moving the sand out of the way. They didn't show us that because you know who needs that. We just know. Can we talk about my favorite scene, which is right around this time? Okay. The boy on the rock. Oh God! No. I had that one too. <laughs> I just wrote. What did that happen? Evidently, he climbed out on a rock. Climbed rock. The rescues. He climbed out on a rock, which is not very far out into the ocean, and it was in no more than knee deep water. Yep. There was an earthquake, and now he can't walk back the way he. Even the riders knew it was so ridiculous that they literally had to spend. Like, several lines of dialogue explaining exactly what happened so that the viewers wouldn't be like, that was ridiculous. Well, and then it, it's then it you see the bike, you see the, the bike the kid was on, just on the, on the sand. It's not buried, by the way, it's just still on top of the sand. Of the earthquake threw him, it threw him from that bike 40 feet onto the rock. Onto, I can see him just like flying like, and catching. At first, when he goes, oh, help, help, I was like, oh, maybe we can't see him from this angle, and his foot's, like, jammed under a bunch of rocks. No, nope, yes. we see him moving just fine. Nope, and then he's he, fine. it strikes me, I'm like, technically, if he times it right, I'm pretty sure there could be no out water on dry sand. as he gets down, because he's right where the tide is coming in and out. Like, Well, remember, yes. Garner had a little bit of a difficult time. Like, he was struggling a little bit with the water yeah, when he had he to get on his back. his size. But I no, do like, I do he like fell two down things. Six inches of water. Garner fell down in six inches of water. I like two things about it. Is cop. is they made who the joke? Does, who doesn't know how to swim exactly? Garner, the cop. Oh, because cops don't know how to swim. They're not yeah. lifeguards. No, Garner That's has said. All right. Garner has said multiple times he doesn't like going in the water, and I like that the Hoff made the comment about it, like, "Oh, you're all wet." But here was he pats Garner on the shoulder, and Garner's like. My shoulder sprained. His shoulder yeah. did not seem sprained. He changed shirts. He put his shirt on. Put one th- he, there was no like, oh, oh, that hurts. He had full range of motion. The kid like was I said, fine. They had to explain it away because it was so ridiculous. Garner's like, oh, yeah, he was climbing on the rocks. You know as kids do. And then the earthquake tossed him into the sea. And then it smashed him against the rocks. And he had, he had it really rough. And I got smashed against the rocks, too. But we barely survived. You know what I've never seen, and I don't think there's ever been a case of? Someone getting literally thrown by an earthquake. Yeah, not unless it's like an eight or some And you're at the top of a building and it like catapults you. Right. And really all that would happen is you'd like lose your balance. Not I mean, throw you feet or tens of feet. They could have really changed that save, that, that rescue, and if they just made the kid not 15 and made him four or five, and then just right. put, like, an injured parent on the shore who couldn't get to the kid. Then like, they can't kind of been pulled out to see. Because they're terrified. 
mom and child were out kind of out in the water a little bit. The earthquake happened. Mom got hurt and he got pulled in. Yep. Boom. We're Mm. done. But no, or he was swimming and got scared when there was an earthquake. Okay. At least his kid got scared. At least that's something. No, he got chucked 40 feet. Or the kid is climbing up the side of like the rock wall near that often happens near oceans, and the earthquake shook him off the wall. He falls onto rocks. Then he is injured, like like pretty severely injured, and then Garner saves him. Nah, six inches of water, life threatening emergency. So I was like, wow, Garner taking one for the team to be a lifeguard instead of lifeguards becoming cops. That's a new one. New twist. He's got something to prove. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not only lifeguards can lifeguard. Cops can be multiple jobs, too. But then then the Hoff showed him... The Hoff showed him in the helicopter when he didn't know about the gas and was like, we gotta save those three dead people. Hey, we gotta gotta finish... Let's wrap up with Eddie, though. So, Eddie is rescued by the pregnant woman only to have to do the rescuing of her babies out of the womb. Well, should we talk about... Should we talk about his and Shawnee's little relationship tip? No. No. I'm tired no. of other relationship no one gives crap. A shit. No. It was the writers apparently do. Apparently there was some drama that they never talked about. And then There's they saw drama the drama every so week with these two. The end. Yeah. And uh and 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 Shawnee and Eddie end up getting this lady in a tower and then they become uh well, she's the obstetrician and he's the doula. So there's a couple more jobs for you, and uh, and she she plucks the babies out, and he he coaches her through it. Could so that's they good. could they have done a little bit better job casting the babies? <laughs> the baby comes out at like eight months old. That's legally they can't have them any younger than a certain. I age. will say, it, I was I will actually say, for a TV show, the quality of Baywatch, I was actually surprised at how accurate they tried to make newborn babies look. Because the babies were pretty... Because, pro- I mean, I've seen movies where the babies come out, like, a year old and super clean already. But this one looked way older. And then, the next scene, why she's birthing the next one, they had a straight-up plastic doll on her chest. Did like, they? They, yes. they did? But I saw the babies moving the whole time. Oh, i got to find the one... I'll find it. I'll find the scene for you. Keep talking. You know what's funny? It there was, was a straight up there cabbage was a, patch at all. There was a hubbub uh, a few years back where um, a, a relatively famous, not terribly famous, but somewhat famous movie. There was a husband. He'd come back from the war. Or come oh back yeah, from, it was. A, I think it was a Clint Eastwood movie, American Sniper. Yeah. Yeah, and then I guess the baby got sick. The backup baby didn't show up. And so they didn't have a baby for the scene, so they used a plastic baby. I didn't know that going in. I watched the movie. Movie seemed fine. It was just your run-of-the-mill kind of action drama movie. Then after I watched the movie, someone's like, oh my gosh, the fake baby really threw me out of the movie. And I was like, the what? Then I went back and watched the scene, knowing that it's a fake baby, and I'm like, oh, oh. Okay, yes. I mean, they do a good job. They never show the baby's face or anything. And he's holding the baby like this, and he's obviously moving the arm up and down with his arm because the baby's not itself moving because it's a fake baby. But holy crap, I didn't even know. And it, it was kind of a little bit like it got some controversy for that. Dave, was, Dave be honest. Yeah. Was it Slaz who said that to you, who complained about it? <laughs> <laughs> That's all so, Slaz. His Reddit name is Fake Babies, and all he does is point out... <laughs> Fake babies in TV shows mm-hmm. and movies. So, um, um, well, I have two fake, fake babies and fake news. When, when <laughs> Eddie, I mean, since I've been present at, you know, my child, my children's first, Eddie seems way too happy seeing the birth. Because I'm going to say, Given that he has no emotional connection to these babies, other than he's helped them for the last 30, 40 hours. Yeah. Um, births are not the prettiest of things in general, if you have no emotional connection to it. They're a little gross. Yeah, and not only that, but it's not... I'm not squeamish, but like LJ is saying, it's almost like... It would be like... Kind of like watching someone get their legs sawed off. 
And it's there was not, no blood anywhere. No, I know. I'm not saying squeamish like blood. I'm just saying the agony that someone goes through typically when giving birth, especially without any drugs whatsoever, it's pretty well, agonizing. They drugs. They're, they're lifeguards. That's true. I should have thought about the epidural. They clearly placed it while we weren't on screen. Um, but yeah, he was like, good job. Oh, the baby's coming. And I'm like, if you watch the agony that a mom goes through when pushing out that baby, you'd be like, and if you've never seen a birth, unless Eddie's seen tons of birth in his lifeguard training, I no, don't maybe he's seen him at the first time. You're going, oh my gosh, what the hell am I seeing? Oh, okay, oh gosh, what's happening? Okay, can someone else come do this for me? Because this is not he, what I wanted. He do. did. He didn't see this it in is his, his third baby this week. Are you kidding? He didn't see it in his lifeguard training. He saw it at the many foster homes that he lived in. Okay. Yeah. Or in his years of residency, because every lifeguard is also a full-fledged doctor. Well, that's that true. become a lifeguard, you actually start your schooling at eight years old, so that way you fit in all of the things they know. You know, by yeah. the way, do you know what Hobie is doing by the time we get to season 11? He's a doctor, he's a paramedic, he's a fireman, he's a police officer, he's a rocket lifeguard, surgeon. he's rocket a rocket surgeon. surgeon, he's the founder of a... Of a, of a, a, a a demolition expert. He's he starts at dot com. We haven't seen them get too into mar. Have we seen them get into marketing yet? <laughs> uh, well, Shawnee was uh, 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 in a poster, so that's sort of marketing, I suppose. She, I mean, she got tricked into time. being in a it. lot of seasons left, but that's true. We have two hundred and twenty episodes left, roughly, guys. If there ten seasons, average of twenty two. We've got two hundred and twenty episodes to go, guys. I mean, I started writing down jobs when I started thinking about, oh, shucks, I should start writing down the jobs. And I got obstetrician, ER triage nurse, geologist, underwater gas expert, cave rescue diver, underwater demolitions expert, doula, and godfather. So. <laughs> can we, okay, can we, I really want to get to Court and Craig's and the, ga- and the gas because Let's, yeah, I have so many questions about that gas. How about the cave? Okay, so here's ah. here's picture one. Okay, there's no baby. baby. Oh, right that's, there. That's the ba- the first baby that she had okay. with lots of hair. Okay, and then we're gonna go forward. Watch as a tag it says Cabbage Patch right on it. So for our listeners, uh, Slazis is showing us pictures of the baby slash fake baby. To demonstrate how fake this baby really is. Oh, it's very it? fake. It is. No, you're just doing becomes, a still. So how do we know it's fake and not just? I'm trying to get right on the right. I backed up on a couple of things while I was watching this. Like, did he really just rescue that kid in six inches of water? <laughs> <laughs> and yes, yes, he did rescue a kid in six inches um, of water. So yeah, look. While he's looking that up, so. Um, the boys, uh, um, what are their names? Court and... Craig. It won't won't matter because they're not, because Craig's gone now. Court and Craig. Craig and Court and Gina don't make it to season two fully. Does Court Court not? Court, I think, is only in, like, he's, he will, he'll, he is a reoccurring character for the next whatever... Okay, but I think he's one of those people who's in. He's in like twelve more episodes total. Total. Okay. We lose lifeguard lawyer Craig slash cave diver. That's terrible. And Craig, I I looked this up. Craig comes back in seasons nine and ten for a five episode story arc or something. Or seasons nine and ten. I mean, yeah. He must have missed that Baywatch money. I hope everything. I don't know your show. I don't see a child. I see his head. It's plastic. There's no hair on it. I can't tell from your screenshot. I believe believe you. Slash, if we don't, he's just going to keep trolling and complaining. Yeah. He's he's just an internet troll. Just make him happy and ignore (laughs) him. Got it. Fake baby. Ridiculous. How dare you? I just added it. I added it to my Reddit. I just retweeted. (laughs) I just retweeted Slaz's post about how he hates fake babies in TV shows. We're all fine. Thank you. So... Court and Craig, they're out uh, getting ready for a nice afternoon of scuba diving in the in the kelp beds and whatnot. And uh, a group goes by saying, "Hey, if you see any fish, send them our way." Because there, there's some fishermen who are struggling to catch some halibut or something. 
Support and Craig go on there. Halibut, which live on sandy bottoms, and this is a very rocky, kelpy area. Okay. No wonder they're having problems. <laughs> did they say what kind of fish they were trying to catch, or did they just make yes. that up? They no, they said halibut, I'm pretty sure. Send us some halibut our, our way if you see any. Okay. So they go under. Earthquake number one happens. It scares them. They come up. Uh, they see the other boat in the distance. Uh, somehow someone... Flies off the boat into the off water. The top. Jumped off the top. Yes, I hate when I jump off of my boat because of an. I th- at first I thought it was an earthquake that it shook him off the boat, and I said, "Uh, no, it doesn't work like that in the ocean. Earthquakes don't don't do that." I was just saying that's why I was confused about all the ocean stuff. Is because typically, the closest thing you get to an ocean having a huge reaction is when there's a fault line actually in the ocean that causes. A tsunami type wave coming through. Yes, this boat was sitting still though, and we later find out that the guy collapsed sideways. Now, yes, the boat was because... still, but don't worry, Court and Craig were being thrown all over underwater. Yes, okay. flipped in circles. Can't tell you how much uh, the the earthquake on land moves the underwater ocean around. Uh-huh. So that, yes. They come up and realize there's problems with this boat, roll over, and everyone's dead on the boat. Well, they see something's wrong because they see somebody fly off the top of the boat. Right. They think that he jumped or committed suicide. But like you said, you get over there, they realize they're all dead because of a gas. So Mm -hmm. the guy up there inhaled too much gas and collapsed Let's keep this in mind. Everyone's on top of the water... On top of the water in this boat, died because of a local poisonous gas. Right. That put so much in the air, so heavily concentrated, that out in the ocean, it didn't disperse. It killed them. Right. Yes. Yet, I want to keep that fine. in mind for everything else that happens following. Because it- So, naturally, Court and Craig head back to shore. No, I mean, naturally they decide, we've got to discover the source of this gas... Because that's our job now as underwater gas experts and geologists. Which so what did they say at first? At what point later on they even say, "Oh well, now that we know that where it's comes from, so now we can let the you, the Coast Guard know." Why didn't they just say, "Hey, Coast Guard, in this general area, a poisonous gas was coming up and killed these fishermen." They can't leave it to some noobs. They got the, the first thing they say is, "Let's go back to the boat." No, we can't do that. This gas is so dangerous, it could blow up if we start the boat, let alone us die from inhaling it. Let's keep that in mind, too. So, so then maybe they the fishermen died yeah. outside of the water on a boat because the gas was so poisonous they died after being in that area for an hour. And well, they must no, have shut their boat off. It, that gas is bad because when Hoff and Garner are flying by in a helicopter and Garner sees him, he's like, we got to go down. They start to go down and... Burn around. Let's remember all these extreme things so that when they counter these extreme things within minutes of setting them up. Apparently this gas is going to kill you in about a minute because Court's like, put the um, regulator in your mouth and get off this boat now. You know, you you get exposed to it for like a minute. I don't know if that will kill you or it'll just knock you out and then you'll die from being exposed to it after... Five or ten minutes or whatever right. it is. But, but don't worry. They're going to swim down and find the source. Let's find the source. So and let's well, looking for the, the distance. They're, they're looking for the gas shutoff valve. Well, they, they, let's they, go, they let's find not, the underwater cave. Well, first of all, they find the, they find the gas. Underwater? I'm not, they, find, I'm, they find the gas, and they don't look at it from a distance. They go swim right over the gas bubbles and swim around in the gas bubbles. Okay, yeah, here it is. Let's play in this deadly explosive gas. Let's go to the next bubbling area of gas, and let's play in that one because it's so dangerous. Well, no. In the water, the gas isn't dangerous. It's once it hits the – it's like when, you know, it's if you're going to blow – like the coronavirus. If you're going to blow up a car through the gas, it's it's the the fumes that right, Dave, that explode. Yes. So that's what it is. There's no fumes that's in the, the bubble ocean. Is. The bubble is. Well, not only that, but look, if underwater gas would kill you – the water itself would kill you if you were breathing it. 
So a scuba tank is a completely enclosed system. Self-contained True. underwater breathing apparatus is the very name for scuba. I still don't think I'd go swim through something toxic. It doesn't matter because what they get... But the water itself is toxic to your lungs. I mean, they're not breathing in anything. Yeah, I just they, wouldn't want, If it was that dangerous and it's mm. getting dissolved in the water... I don't think I'd want it on my so suit. That's because you're not an LA life On my suit. You're but obviously despite not. All that, Did, uh, the, Slash, you are an engineer. You have no knowledge of underwater gases and things. Besides <laughs> all that, they've now found where this terrible leak is. Yes. And take their you know what? That's right a cool away. cave. Let's go play the cave. <laughs> yeah, so let's talk about that cave. They find a cave. First of all, you... Don't explore caves unless you know what you're doing. Which, but obviously, the LA lifeguards—they're spelunkers. Also. Well, also, they're not not only are these li- not only are they LA lifeguards, but one of these lifeguards is Court. I know. Yeah, but now we get to add spelunker to their list well, of jobs. And cave diving is a very extreme. You have to be many uh, hundreds of hours of scuba uh, certification hours in order to start diving caves. I mean, even wrecks. Even underwater wrecks need um, uh, special experience, but underwater cave diving? Oh yeah, they're ready for that. So and then, but, and 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 even if they were, the fact that both of them go in and you don't have one stay out and just try to communicate with or just try, you know try to have a support system, they both just fully go in right in after each other. Yep, and you never cave dive without some without like leader line to get you out. Because caves, uh, tons of sediment, you kick it up, you can't find your way out. Caves have multiple offshoots that lead to nowhere, so now you can easily very, get trapped and die. This was a convenient cave, because the entrance was only about 20 feet long, and then it let you up into that nice big cave. Yeah, so... Let Where me the air is also this. toxic. Where the air is, is also toxic. Is the entire cave structure underwater? Well, he says he can see light coming through from up up somewhere. So, the cave is not completely underwater, then, is what you're saying. Right. So, when the helicopter flies over, where is the top of the cave uh, above the water line? Because um, the the cave's not completely underwater, right? That's not the issue I had with it. If you put an enclosed vessel underwater, like if you take a cup upside down and push it underwater, you can make a cave. Now, if there's light and a hole out the top, guess what happens? It, it fills, fills up water. with water. That's right. So the only way that that cave is dry is if the entire cave structure, all of it, is above water. So they're actually standing on ground. Like they've gone into a cave and then gone the entire cave. This huge rock structure had to be entirely above ground. Or he was seeing things, and there wasn't really light, and the whole thing was underwater. And, what if? And they're just what? How was the cave, poisonous gas. How was the cave lit up? Don't ask questions. They have a camera in there, obviously. Yeah, what the if camera, the lighting crew did it? <laughs> what if the cave was the lair of a supervillain, and so it couldn't be seen from outside? It's got a force field protecting it. Yes, invisibility cloaking. To Dave's point, there was only two options. Either they swam down to the cave, and then they swam all the way back up to sea level, and they were in an outside dome, or this was an anti-gravity cave that was underwater but still had an air vent. Right. And the water like level it. in the cave was lower than the outside water level. I like somehow. anti-gravity. Yeah. The only way you've got air underwater is a fully trapped, a fully enclosed space. Correct. There could be no light because light would mean water could get in, and then that cave would have been completely submerged. And so either they're on ground or they're breaking reality. Well, at Vernon Break Reality, why don't we have this this cave that the gas is coming, the area that this gas is coming from? Why don't we have them just hang out in there like normal? The gas. How did the gases get in there? It wasn't outside. bubbling up in there. Let's just have our heroes just hang out in this cave. Yeah, it smells like gas. It can't be that bad. How did the gas get up there? It wasn't bubbling up in there. It bubbled at some points. We saw some bubbling. I did. But who cares? And again, why did they go into this cave? To turn off the gas. They were looking for the valve. Now, I could argue 
if the gas was so forceful, massive amounts of gas going into this cave, it had somehow ruptured the top of the cave, and the gas was so extreme rushing into the cave <laughs> that the water couldn't make its way in. But that fills the entire cave with toxic, unbreathable gas. Highly <laughs> pressurized gas because it's pushing water out faster than the gas can escape through the light hole. <laughs> but our heroes are fine just hanging out and taking and just, you know, breathing in their oxygen every, you know, minute. They didn't last about an hour. I often take a breath of oxygen and then a breath of poisonous gas just to keep the mix good. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they're in there, and we already know that they've never ever once gone diving without something catastrophic hap- happening, like finding a bomb in multiple occasions, or in this case, another earthquake hitting. Yes. And as they're as they're going out, as they're going, as they decide to leave the cave of wonders. Yes, because they stayed in there for a while. We don't know why. Uh, because they found an anti-gravity cave. I'm going to hang out there, too. This place is cool. Also, what do you you think, whoever, the Coast Guard or whoever it is, what do you think they did to stop the gas? Um, absolutely nothing. Whoever came in and cleaned up, whoever came in and cleaned up after Baywatch, um, I want to see a show about the group of people who have to clean up after Baywatch. (laughs) It's the same people who cleaned up after... The superheroes in Marvel movies, or anything like that. The the, the, yeah. the crew that comes in after the superheroes do everything, but left half a city damaged while doing it. Yeah, we got to keep I going mean, with this cave though, because there's too much good stuff. Deepwater Horizon. There was a whole filmed thing about trying to get this oil uh, derrick closed underwater, hundreds of feet underwater. It was on TV. I don't know if you guys remember that. How they had to cap Deepwater Horizon because it was gushing tens of thousands, millions of gallons of oil into the coast. So that was how they solved that. But this isn't that situation. This is a natural earthquake, which has ruptured some underwater gas. It's going to release for a while, and then it's going to stop. So... So they're on their way out, an earthquake hits, and of course, this underwater cave that's evidently made it for a long time and kept water air trapped in there, crumbles. Yes, just, just the exit crumbles, and just and a little. Exit. And yeah. damages and little, the tank. Little, because it's only, they're still, when the Hoth comes eventually, and looks through, it's still about a foot-by-foot hold that he's able to still see. Yep. Yes, he can hand them a walkie-talkie. Yeah. And shine his light through very easily, yeah. yet they just immediately resign to, we're not even going to try and move the rubble, we're dead. Yep. Craig, you're going to heaven, and Court, you're going to hell. Yep. I love like, it. They didn't make any attempt to save themselves. None. Craig Craig made a half-hearted attempt to climb, to, to scale the side of the thing to for light. exactly four seconds to <laughs> the mysterious light. Yes. So now we get to the second best scene ever. The placement they, of the dynamite? Yeah, well, yeah. No. And the, and their whole ability to find they, whenever they use the helicopter, which they love to use, it's always in the most aggressive way. <laughs> they love to bank it and turn. So they go to drop them off. They drop him off from about twenty feet in the air. No, 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 which, no. Right. First, remember, as Donnie, you said, they get down to try to take a close look at the boats, and Hoff goes, "Oh, the gas! Get up, 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 up!" and like yells it like they're going to die any minute. To yes. then. 30 seconds later, later, lower the boat so he can jump into the water. Well, the, the higher the higher the gas rises, the more potent and dangerous it is, apparently. Because it'll kill you slowly at the boat level, but once you get up to helicopter level, it's like 10 seconds. Do they also... Second lethal. Do they just carry all the possible gear they might need in the helicopter? It's like, is that like Mary Poppins' purse? They just yeah, happen, like, to, they just happen like, to have scuba gear in there? It's like Batman, right? He's like, oh, I've got these bad ice skates, or i got a bad credit card, or i got whatever it is that I need for this also, thing. how did he get all that scuba gear on inside a helicopter with the door open so quickly? He's hot. How did he, how did he speak directly under the propellers of a flying helicopter into a walkie-talkie, and the guys could hear him. The helicopter was still in the air. The door was open. The blades were whirring inches from his head, and he's like, okay, guys, get ready for the explosion. 
Oh, uh, so, have you been anywhere close to a helicopter? It is so, deafening, the sound. Okay. So, <laughs> so he, he gets his scuba gear on. Milwaukee and sets an yep. explosion. No, no, first, though, first he jumps down from 20 feet for whatever reason. He has to jump from 20 feet. Jumps down. He's in the ocean and swims straight for where they are. Right across the bubbles, right to the cave. Immediately knows what's going on. He swims back. The helicopter shows that it's able to get very close to the water to pick him up. No problem. Pick, no problem picks there. Him up. The gas is in dangerous yep. thing. It's only yep. dangerous picks sometimes. Picks him up, grabs a walkie-talkie to take to him, and again, rather than letting him off at a reasonable height, drops him from 20 feet in the air because it's more <laughs> spectacular. Yes. And then, like LJ was saying, takes him the walkie-talkie. I'm not sure, I guess, to explain that he's going to blow him up. <laughs> The nice yeah. thing about underwater explosions is they're very localized, very yes. controlled. Yeah. Well, if- also, also Mary Poppins' purse helicopter happened to have underwater explosives. Yes, and a detonator, yeah, remote, a wireless remote detonator. I can't tell you how many times I've thought, I sure hope this lifeguard has a wireless remote detonator and explosives, because nothing is going to save me except that. So, and knows how to so use it. There, no, no, that, so that's another thing that they're, they're, they're explosive experts. Oh my, no. Oh yeah. Oh no, they, they are so expert that when this explodes, the they barely notice anything in the cave. In the cave, it's like a duck fart. It looks it's like you farted in the bathtub. Outside the cave, huge explosion. Outside, Outside the cave, the water shoots up 30 feet into the air. It was three mile island above the cave. There was a mushroom cloud. There's dirt and rocks flying up. It's enormous. It was a tactical nuke from the surface underneath. Okay, not water. It had dirt in it. Like, I want, this was an enormous explosion, but in the I cave, point, it was just like... I want to point something out, like something I just thought of. The Baywatch lifeguards never have to plan. They see a scenario, they know the answer within a second and a half. I wonder if they're stuck in the Matrix, and it's just like, Trinity, upload explosives. Yeah, we need guns. Lots of guns. We need underwater explosives and a detonator. I mean, I'm just I need thinking, a scuba. Di- I need a scuba suit in my helicopter. I'm just thinking how long it probably takes a demolition crew to plan and set up when they are going to demolish a building and have a collapse. Right. And well, how the thing they have about- to figure out this about how they actually what it takes for them to actually have that happen in a neat, organized way. Well, and you're right, LJ. Know that in Two seconds, the Hoff is able to figure out how to come make sure that nothing happened to his friends inside the cave. Here's well, the good news is no one ever mentions that that gas filling the cave, filling the air, and surrounding everywhere is itself explosive. Not it's never more. mentioned. So it can't be explosive. So the best thing to do is fire off some explosives next to this unexplosive gas. I mean, it was no, explosive it is- before when Court yes. mentioned it. And when Eddie mentioned right. it, and also when Hoff said, get this thing out of here so it doesn't blow. But, you know, now it's not explosive. Well, it's only, so it's only explosive sometimes. Well, it's in the it, water. So it's it's every other it's, hour it takes turns being poisonous and explosive or safe. Again, it's Schrodinger's gas. There's, yeah. there's no fumes sometimes underwater. it's contagious and transferred via surfaces, and sometimes it's not. There's yeah. no fumes underwater, so it's not explosive. It's only outside of the water. Where there I are fumes, see. but also um, it came in a package about this big. Yeah, have you ever seen a bomb so tiny do so much damage? Plus, so little damage. Yeah, so I, no, no, no not to the water though. Okay, no, no, outside it chucked okay. rocks and boulders and a hundred and fifty foot geyser whoa, 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 out of whoa. something the size of a Slides. deck of cards. Have you not seen like uh, it's the first Mission Impossible movie? He blows up a train with a stick of gum. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So, um, LJ, LJ, to your point about demolitions, people, they've got days and weeks to uh, map it out and figure out where to put the explosions and everything. In a Baywatch episode, you only have five minutes, so you have to be able to plan on the fly. Well, Baywatch, Baywatch lifeguards don't have to plan; they just do because their knowledge is so great. You know, it's it's not like a quarterback. When he gets the ball pass, Joe has to take 10 minutes to go, oh, who should I pass to? 
instantaneous knowledge. It's like it's 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 sheer muscle memory. Mm-hmm. They just throw the dynamite in the in the in the cave hole and know exactly where it's placed. Boom! People saved. Quick, race helicopter out there. Oh, boat, dead people. Must be a gas. Quick, throw on my scuba gear. Five seconds, done. <laughs> Jump 20 feet. Swim straight to cave. Cave, come back. I need bomb. Put bomb right in the exact spot. Come back up. Detonate. They float to the surface safe. Mo- show's over. And that's how they wrap it. That's how they wrap it. That's how they do. And then, did they take a deep breath of toxic gas and then hold it while they swam all the way back to the surface and popped up fine? The explosion The explosion destroyed the gas. So they were good. I hope that there's an episode where they're, like, say, in a helicopter, and they're like, man, okay, we're going to need to uh, place a bomb there. What? We don't have a bomb. Sorry, guys. <laughs> and then well, they, like, take off. It only doesn't make sense if you don't realize that Court and Craig had spent the last several years building up an immunity to toxic gas. Mm-hmm. Have we detonated three bombs now? They detonated uh, the one with the shoe on the beach. They detonated this one intentionally. Yeah. They accidentally detonated the underwater one that was protecting whatever valuable thing that got sunk and killed the guy. Yeah. Remember it was yeah. There's been, well, they've detonated at least three bombs. I thought it was amazing that I think it was last week where we were talking about how the writers just have a bunch of scenarios and they just throw darts at the wall or spin a wheel of fortune and whatever comes up is what they do. And I don't bomb know, is one of them. I think bomb. We had mentioned bomb, and I think we had mentioned either typhoon or hurricane, but we did, I don't think we mentioned earthquake, and we should have. I mean, what a no brainer! It really in California. Is that, it's that fill in the blank game. Yeah, where it's like like so Mad Libs. Fill in a blank. Yeah. Yeah, Adjective. Exactly. Natural disaster. Yes, exactly. Um, you know, what natural disaster causes, and then they just choose one of the cast members, X, yep. to become trapped, Z. hurt, injured, dead. No, no. <laughs> yeah. they don't know how they do it. And they then go, there's a few go, randoms, whatever you want. They some writing. They go, okay, let's spin it. Oh, natural disaster causes Eddie to... Help someone give birth. Okay, let's write a plot around this. <laughs> Natural disaster causes stranger to launch. Yeah. Natural disaster causes Hoff to become bomb expert. Okay, let's figure out how we can write this plot now. Well, yeah. Guys, the the uh, cork board or whatever you the spin the bottle for the season premiere is about a creature that may be living in the ocean. So now they're going to go into Baywatch Nights territory. Season two. So before we I wrap this that, up, I'm going to show up on my Hulu. What was the purpose of the quick glimpse of some whale that Shawnee saw at the beginning? Because the whale uh, just sensed the earthquake. Literally nothing. No point whatsoever. Because the way ne- she saw it and the way she like made it think that it was more than just a sighting. Well, she and saw she a whale. Anything. She saw a whale and then she saw a pregnant woman. So it's foreshadowing. There you go. I like it. You know how women get all rounded. Pregnosaurus, Pregnosaurus as Al Bundy called them. <laughs> oh man! All right, that's how it wraps. Let's let's get our uh, lifeguard of the episode. Well, do we do we want to do a lifeguard of the week and a lifeguard of the season, or are we not ready to do give a lifeguard to the whole season? I'm not ready. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pick Rocky the dog, who has now come to start lifeguarding, because in at least one instance, saving Hobie from the falling cabinet, he uh, he saves uh, someone's life. And then quite possibly through uh, just being there when Hobie rescues uh, Gina, I think the presence of Rocky the dog was inspiring enough to... to, to uh, get her saved. So I'm going to pick Rocky the dog as lifeguard of the week. Um, I think I'm going to go with, I, I think it would be the set decorator because as Melissa pointed out, so much like falling cardboard and so many falling plates. Mm-hmm. I've got to go with Jill because the best thing <laughs> you could do in this situation is just not be part of it. <laughs> Jill and Trevor, they made it into the opening credits without having to be in the episode. I, I'm going to go with Garner because he risked his life 
saving somebody in six inches of water. Saving someone that didn't need to be saved. <laughs> you know what? By the way, I think I'm gonna give I'm gonna I think I'm gonna give lifeguard of the season to Trevor, who hasn't been in an episode since like thirteen or fourteen, but has been in the opening credits the whole time. Have you seen the meme of that little kid that's like hanging onto a tree branch screaming because he thinks he's gonna drown? And the mom walks out and pushes his feet down like two inches just to show him it's only six inches of water. Yeah. And just walks out. That was the whole scene with Gardner and the kid on the rock. Right. Uh, well, guys, we made it through one season. I'm not sure how we're going to do it anymore. Wait, LJ, did you give a lifeguard? I'm sorry, maybe I missed it. Did you give your lifeguard? LJ? Garner? Garner, sorry. Sorry, he doesn't hate that, Sorry, my apologies. Um, yeah, 10 more to go, guys. 22 episodes down, 220 more to go. And, and, and the two-season spinoff, Baywatch Nights. Yep. Oh, and gosh, I mean, guys, my computer's breaking currently. Well, I, I can't. I don't have any internet. I can't watch the show or record this. Well, and any uh, movies, like the Baywatch Wedding movie. Ooh. Oh, my. All right, guys. It's been it's been fun. It's been real, but it hasn't been real fun. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Later. Bye. Later.